1: Are you serious? So there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there. Right now you're killing some time with I, Marcus Bronzy. And Joe Forrester. That's correct. Uh, Joe, 17th of February, John Wick Chapter 2 is coming out. Mm. You might be listening to this podcast before then. You might be listening to this show after then. But I would say that it's going to be our killer bit for this week. And uh, have you seen the first John Wick film? Because this is the second one with the name Chapter 2. Have you seen the first John Wick film, Joe? I haven't. Really? No, I haven't. You're into your films, you know, though. So why have you not seen that then?
0: Um, it's to be honest, right? Because i've worked on um I've worked on like a a lot of different like film shows and stuff like that. Yeah. And I used to only really go and see films when I got sent to see them. Right. Which I know <laughs> makes me sound like an absolute knob, but it's like so. Say like if you're covering films and stuff, and like doing premieres and things like that. If you get sent to see a film, then I go and see it. And I don't actually. It's just it's just not one I covered, so I didn't go to the cinema to go and see it. But I know all about it. It's basically Keanu Reeves being a graceful assassin who goes to war over his dead dog. Is that right?
1: Yeah, man. Like when you try and explain, like I tr- I really struggled trying to explain the first film to people. I was like, it's this kick ass guy, yeah, mm. but somebody kills his dog. Yeah, yeah, and 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 and, and he kicks ass, and everyone's like, what, what do you mean he he kills everybody in a film because. They kill his dog. I'm like, no, but you don't get it. Like his wife got him the dog. Yeah, but it's a dog. I'm like, no, obviously you're not a dog kind of person. <laughs> are you? Um,
0: Isn't it just based on like, it's, it's, that's kind of like a jumping off point for the action. Yeah, like, yeah. And it's basically like a lot of modern action films and even like born to a certain extent influenced by the raid. So like these films, which turn fight sequences into like a ballet, this incredibly well orchestrated sort of beautiful dance of violence
1: and for someone who hasn't seen the first film you've kind of described it you know <laughs> i mean like um it's really impressive like keanu Reeves gets stuck in and does mm. a lot of the the uh mma stuff himself in the first film wow. and also in the second film so yeah that was a great film kind of i think i've i think i watched it and and i don't feel like it really got the love in the cinema that it should have for a first film kind mm. of kind of like the first taken film i think a lot of people yeah. saw it on a small screen and then it wasn't until the second film came out that they were like right we're going to go to the cinema and see this um and John Wick 2 kind of carries on from where the first film left off so I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen the first one but there's some unfinished business yeah debt that he has to repay and because of the way he goes around repaying that debt he doesn't just have the wrath of like a a boss like Mm. you get in a film he has the wrath of other assassins Are trying to sort of handle him as well, so it kind of elevates the whole sort of storyline to a different level. Oh shit! I was just yeah, yeah, you know, (laughs) when when you hear how it kicks off in the film, you're like, oh my gosh, this is an impossible task. How's he going to get around it? But you know, some films, right? So like, I think I think it's a guy thing as well. So I'm happy to, yeah,
0: I'll sit and watch Schindler's List. Right, I want to go deep and I want to feel and I want to emote and I want to really live with these characters, but also fundamentally all men are 10 year old boys deep down yeah so i just want to see some guy beating the shit out of another guy so like, yeah. have you ever seen um a film called pacific rim yes yes right <laughs> shit <laughs> right. <That's not> Shit. <laughs> exactly mate. <laughs> yes i went to see this right with an ex she was so bored i don't think i've ever been so excited in my life giant robots fighting giant monsters idris yes. elba doing a crap american accent yes. go on then
1: yes shit. it was like power rangers and transformers Combined yes. all the best elements with Luther in it with Luther in it, so <laughs> yeah. it's Luther in a big fuck off robot. Yeah, and none of the shit with Power Rangers where you got to wait for them to morph, they morph straight yeah. away. They get into the robots and kick but ass. No intelligence needed, no brain
0: power. It's no. just like, see this massive thing and this yeah. massive thing. Yeah, they're going to batter each other, exactly. And, and
1: you kind of need that from a film, sometimes. exactly. So, if you're looking for a, a, an intellectually stimulating film, no, this is not that. <laughs> Pick another one. Um, if I'm honest, it took a little bit of a while for it to kind of kick in, like mm-hmm. I was kind of waiting for it, I was like, oh, come on, man. But when it did get there, it got there. Yeah and like the the MMA's kind of that he's leveled up. I mean I've not I've what would I like like I felt like it was the best sort of action i've seen in terms of grittiness since the first transporter film but it was more real like he does a lot of real mma grapples like if you watch ufc and stuff Mm. like that the grapples that he does are real the way that and i'm not a gun expert but the way that he's checking the ammo and reloading the guns is apparently how you're meant to actually do it like Mm. you know in films you'll see guys do like a one-handed shotgun reload and stuff like that none of that stuff he properly reloads the whole gun on the
0: side thing is not happening yeah none
1: of that he doesn't he doesn't just turn it sideways and shoot shit up he's like checking bullet numbers and stuff like that and And you get a little, there's a surprise, it's not a cameo, but you get, there's an actor in the film who he's worked with before on one of his biggest films that you get to see again. So uh, I don't want to spoil who that is, but um, it's a nice little bit of chemistry. You're like, oh shit, I haven't seen them on screen for a long time. And one of the things I know about the film as well,
0: because I have seen um, a particular scene or a sequence on YouTube, is with a lot of action films, and again with the raid, which I mentioned before, but also the Bourne films. So those original three Bourne films, three of my favourites of all time reinvented the action genre as far as i'm concerned paul greengrass the way he did it um very sort of visceral real fighting but what he did was a lot of extremely quick jump cuts handheld camera very very close to the action now the particular scene i've seen from john wick the first movie is the camera is almost static it's locked off in a wide shot and it lets it unfold almost like if you're playing mortal kombat or something Mm. and it's people coming in from either side and what that means is like a piece of choreography everybody's got to get every single thing right you can't redo that um because it's all done in one continuous take and that just lets the action speak for itself and that's a very very different approach to it
1: yeah man you get a lot of that in this film as well and I can't even lie like you you're looking at this at this you know I think he's almost 50 Keanu now yeah close, close to 50 years old 50, I think he's older I saw him on Graham older. Norton and yes. he's
0: 52 I think he said he was but he's sort of got the aura of Jesus yeah a little bit. So
1: you, <laughs> you got this 52 year old man like yeah. knocking out these fight scenes that last a minute at a time. That's a long time. Cause r- yeah, yeah. remember you got to reshoot that Like You could spend a day just going cut, go again, cut. Yeah. He's properly getting involved in the grapple. So, um, yeah, good film, man. Good kick-ass film. Uh, I'll take my girlfriend to it. Yeah. <laughs> Because I don't care. I like it. <laughs> but if she's not into that kind of film, don't. Yeah. I would I would happily get stuck into that. I think it's, it's a,
0: a date movie's got to be for you. As yeah, well as, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, fuck them. For man. all the times you've sat through the notebook, <laughs> John
1: Wick 2. Exactly. You know, I just refuse that sort of stuff now. So that's my killer bit for this week, man. Um, Or for this episode, really. Check out John Wick 2. Uh, so, Joe, I've, I promise I've not been saving sex-related mm. articles for when you come on the show, but... There's a site, I don't know if you've heard about it actually, it's called Pornhub. It's this hub for porn, I don't know if you've heard about it. I no, mean, no, no, not I'm, my sort of thing, no. Yeah, so it's this um, <laughs> website called Pornhub.com have launched a sexual health center mm. Um, and and Pornhub's featured on How to Kill an Owl quite a lot. Actually, they've been quite revolutionary with with ideas. They've had brought blind porn to the table. They've brought three D porn to the table as right. well. And uh, they also helped to introduce us to one of our our big hitter episodes, which was the dildo drone. So thank you very much to that mm. Pornhub. So now they've opened a sexual health center, which helps you to to educate yourself about sexual health. Mm. Teach you everything from sort of contraceptive use to sort of you know how to how to um have the conversations about sexual health as well. I mean, I thought this was a piss take, if mm. I'm honest. I went to the website. I mean, you can Google this. If you type in, you know, Pornhub sexual health, it's, it's an actual website, like, Pornhub.com forward slash sex, with a real doctor there talking to you. I mean, should sexual... Should porn sites be letting us know about STDs, reproductive health, your body? Have they got a duty to do this, or do you think porn hubs just trolling us?
0: I think it's... There's a certain irony, the fact that people sitting masturbating at home alone are being given sexual health advice. I mean, (laughs) they're the last people who are going to need it, right? (laughs) I mean, it's that's a bit... They've missed the mark a little bit there, haven't they?
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm a wanker, and I don't suppose (laughs) I'd really want to go onto a site that's going to tell me about sexual health because I don't think it'll be at the top of my list. Mm. Yeah, you're right. You're right about that. And
0: I think as well, I think, well, I don't know. I mean, I suppose it's, it, I was about to say, it's teenage boys who might need to be educated, isn't it? But actually, let's face it, it's it's every bloke. Every basically, person. Basically, yeah. Every person. I think it, it's, yeah, it's definitely responsible because the one, one of the problems with pornography and I think teenage boys get this as well is that it sells an unrealistic image of sex so certainly when i first started to have sex like having spent years watching internet porn and i mean we grew up in the age of watching things very slowly buffer and creep down the screen you
1: had to earn that porn (laughs) you had to listen people are spoiled with tabs now you can open multiple tabs and and stream no we had to sit there for 10 minutes sometimes (laughs) just for one like high quality picture it didn't it wasn't a gif it didn't move you had and you had to work with that Praying that the dial-up works. Yeah, if so- <laughs> someone picks up the phone and fucks up the Shut dial-up. Mum! You hit me, and yeah. it, always, it always used to cut off right before the nipples as well. Every Why did time. it feel like the nipples took the longest to render? <laughs> yeah. Like, the face would come up, the hair, the shoulders. And when it got to, like, the nipples, yeah. you'd be waiting there for 20 minutes just for a nipple to appear. Anyway, um, <laughs> you were saying...
0: But, I mean... We, we sort of grew up in that era but now like pornography gives you an unrealistic image of sex and I certainly thought that I certainly thought like when I first had sex like it's gonna be amazing it's all gonna be big boobed playboy bunnies uh, with California yeah, accents yeah, yeah, yeah who want me to hop in a jacuzzi with them and it's and it's not like that of mm. course it's not like and you have to have a re- and also you get to realise the fact that There's another human being involved and it's basically it's a two way street. And it's like we we were talking about before, like there is often an emotional connection, not always. But it's also it's it's two people doing something that they want to do together. So I think if it can sort of these little 15 year old lads, if it can sort of go, well, hang on. Like, it's not all sort of big boobed playboy bunny types. Like there is another side to it. So Papa Johnny on, mate. Like, yeah, yeah, it's it's responsible, I suppose.
1: And to be fair, if you're a 13, 14 year old, and you're watching these sorts of. Let's be honest, so that's the age of people that check out stuff. And that was obviously you don't really see many condoms in porn. I mean, you do get an occasional condom. In mm. fact, you're usually like, is he <laughs> fucking wearing a condom? <laughs> yeah. Oh <Yeah>. fuck it! <laughs> I wonder what's going on there? But like, so I suppose if you've got that <laughs> expectation of not of not wearing a condom, people are just going to go and do that anyway. Like, that's so they're going to yeah. just be like, you know, gung ho. So maybe they're trying to, to counteract it, but. If I'm honest, I'm not I'm not a big fan of porn. Now, I am, but I'm not because I am. Because like you said, <laughs> it it's not real. Like it's not realistic. Yeah. And yes, I've had some sexual experiences that I would say, yeah, you know what? Shit, there should have been a camera in the room. Cause mm. you know what? I would be proud of that. Let's yeah. let's put that on the big screen and show it to the boys at Christmas. No, but like <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, if all you watch is like, you know, super hyped up porn. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. Then when it becomes the real thing, you're going to be like, you're going to let yourself down a little bit because it isn't like that, bruv.
0: But at a risk of, of giving too much about my personal life away, I look to sort of find stuff that most closely replicates my actual experience and I think, oh, I remember a partner like that, or oh, that's someone I would actually fancy in real life. Not some girl in like see-through stilettos like with a pair of, beach balls on her chest like mm. pretending to like someone comes to fix her fridge and the next thing you know it's an eight-way gangbang yeah. but that very that <laughs> <really laughs> rarely happens in real life it,
1: it does yeah but like you said not often not often, not often yeah. enough really yeah. not in my <laughs> life anyway yeah. um but yeah no no i'm i'm with you on and i do like a cheesy storyline though sometimes mm. they are funny when you see like freaking lord of the rings and stuff like that but the the porn version but yeah yeah man like it's interesting because i've yeah, like I've, like I said, I'm a fan. I'm not a fan because I am a fan, and mm. I felt like I was watching a lot of porn at, at one point. And I'm now, mm. I'm I'm pornless. I don't I don't really? watch. Porn. I don't watch porn, um, because I'm just like, let me just go and get the real thing. Yeah, let me just go and get the real thing because I can. Maybe there'll be a point in my life when I can't. Then I'll lean on porn. Yeah, but what am I doing now?
0: That's when you find it. It's actually like the, you indulge at the most when you're actually at your lowest. So it's like yeah. if you split up with someone and like say you're not like you're not going out much and meeting girls yeah. much, that's when you find you are deep in the Pornhub, deep universe. In the Pornhub
1: universe. You, you got favourites oh. in oh, the yeah. Pornhub universe. You know what part of the video to put it to because that's yeah. your favourite part. None of this bit at the start. You go, yeah, I right. can type in the whole URL one handed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's it, man. Pornhub have got a, a sexual health website. I mean they've got areas about sexuality, relationships, real talk, they've got STDs, reproductive health. And so Pornhub are trying to be sensible. And at the same time, there is an app that's come out and it's being used as a form of contraceptive. That's right, an app, right, as a form of contraceptive. And this app is known as Natural Cycles and it monitors the f- fertility algorithms of women. Uh, well, it has a bunch of algorithms that uh, monitors women's fertility. Now, it's uh, the German Department of Health has approved it and says it can now be prescribed in Europe and the UK like the pill or condoms. Now, I think that mm-hmm. that is bullshit, but we're going to wait for a fact checker to get back on that one. <laughs> but we'll throw it out. We'll roll this out at a moment. But um, it uses a method similar to the rhythm telling women how fertile they are and therefore when they can have sex at little oh, right. risk of getting pregnant. So, you know, you've got mates that are like, well, I know a few people that are like, "No, I don't use any contraception. I just have sex at the right time because there's certain times when I can't get mm. pregnant." And I'm like, "Mate, why are you playing that fucking game? <laughs> That's risky. That's yeah. risky." But apparently this app is is a real thing cost 6.99. Um I've not You know what, Joe? I'm mm. going to look for it right now. But you were saying, you were saying. That is I mean, that is the most irresponsible thing right? I've ever heard because
0: the point of the contraception is that is I mean that is such a stunted view of it. It's not to stop people getting pregnant it's so it's it's fundamentally it's obviously so you know people don't get pregnant but it's so you don't get horrible sexually transmitted diseases so like what so you meet some girl or she meets some awful bloke in the kebab shop like a couple of people who've limped off jeremy kyle <laughs> and then and then suddenly what they both check their app and go at it and that's absolutely fine and next thing you know it's gonorrhea central that's so 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 unacceptable
1: isn't it fucked up that yeah that Pornhub are trying to make us safe yeah and then an app is out there just trying to say bang away the Germans cool. are
0: trying to get us at it the yeah, ge-
1: yeah it's, um, it's a real app I've just downloaded it natural cycles the fertility monitor and it has like a thing that says like a main screen that says not fertile or fertile basically bang away after you put your details in really I don't know what details to put in because I don't actually have a cycle so I don't know what to- oh use protection it says on some days fuck an app yeah, telling yeah. me whether you... I always use protection. Yeah. Always use protection. But um, apparently there's 10,000 UK users already. There's going to be probably like 5,000 kids in oh, the next nine well, that's months. that's a
0: worry, isn't it? And that's also... It's deeply unsexy. So, like, I don't want to be at a situation with a girl. So, say we've gone out on a few dates. It's finally that moment. I think, oh, this is great. This feels really right. And she goes, hang on a sec. I'm just going to check my app. <laughs> and then you scan through it together. Oh, my God. Yeah. no bedtime thank you very much not up for it anymore
1: well, fuck that <laughs> but I, I just I don't know how this app is allowed out there because isn't it yeah. I feel like it's promoting raw dog style and, and as, <laughs> as, as, as great as that feels you know, there's SD, things that like you can catch, like an STD. Mm. You know, there's various flavours of those. Some the doctors can help you with, some the doctors can't. Big time. And you can also catch this thing called a kid as well. Like, mm. And apparently that's really expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently you pay for that for the rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, that is hugely irresponsible for mad, the Germans. Mad, it's crazy. Um, so do you think we're going to see an increase of kids if there's loads of apps like this out there, then sort of saying, yeah, bang rule. Or do you think we're going to see more STDs or both?
0: I think probably sexually transmitted diseases have got to be at an all-time high, haven't they? Anyway, because firstly, apps like that. Secondly, hook-up apps. Thirdly, yeah. let's face it, we're all pretty promiscuous these days. And also in this country, we drink too much. Yeah. And after you've had seven, eight, nine pints, the last thing you're thinking is, right, where's my prophylactic? I'm going to be nice and sensible now. <laughs> you're thinking, I mean, you're not even taking your socks off. You're diving straight into bed, aren't you? Yeah, so, yeah, I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the sort of thing that's on on the up. And the last thing we need is the German health ministry helping with it.
1: I, I reckon if there is a real life zombie apocalypse, mm. it's not going to be transferred through biting. It's not going to be something in the air. I think it's going to be an STD driven yeah. zombie apocalypse. I think people are going to be banging and the next day they're going to wake up as a zombie. And that, and their their job as a zombie is going to be to look really sexy, but straight after they have sex, they'll eat. They're trying to eat their victim, uh, and then their victim will run away because yeah. they won't be quick enough. They, they won't they won't be able to eat them, and then they'll go and uh, fornicate with someone else. I think that's what's going to happen. That the next a zombie film. apocalypse is going to be STD apocalypse. That
0: is a movie I'd like to see. Yeah, twenty eight lays later. That's For, the one. Twenty eight lays <laughs> later.
1: Fuck apocalypse. Yeah, I reckon it could happen. But yeah, man, crazy, crazy out there. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, what has Joe done to the show? Um, oh, man, so I'm sorry. one day, me, you, mm. uh, any male out there, may be able to have a vibrating appendage. That's right. <laughs> All right. There's a gentleman called Lee. He's a grinder which is a member of a niche community of biohackers. I thought that was the people that use a certain app out there. But anyway, mm. uh, so yeah, they push the limit of what they can implant into their bodies. He's got tiny magnets in his ear, which work as earphones. He has magnets in his fingers. They don't do anything useful, but he just likes to pick up shit at the moment with them. He has an implant to gauge his temperature and also has um, a near-field control piece of tech that he uses alongside a text speech app, uh, which reads him articles before bed. So as all that sort of stuff he's experimenting with trying to put a vibrating implant in his penis mm. just below the skin to bring pleasure to the opposite sex. Um, he's called the device the Lovetron 9000 and he's into doing that sort of stuff. This is next level sexual stimulation. Yeah. Like Over the last few shows, he's have spoken about men not having enough service in terms of sexual uh, toys. Mm. Now, we found out that, that it's possible for people to put vibrators in their penis.
0: I think... <sighs> Well firstly I know what Lee's getting at. So one thing I do like that he's done is he's got magnets in his fingers. <laughs> it's because basically if he's not met someone before, they're gonna think he's magneto. When he puts his hand over a whole load of paper clips, yeah. he's gonna look like an X man. Yeah. Um I think they tell you not to put your phone too close to your knob, don't they? So let alone having a vibrating
1: chip in it or so that can't be good for you, can it? I'm just thinking what if it goes off? at the wrong time yeah you're in a job interview or something like that you're just at work and your dick starts vibrating because that's going to feel nice for you as well yeah you've got a vibrating dick or you're on the train and someone just hears and then looks down yeah yeah looks down and you're wearing tracksuit bottoms instead of jeans that day your dick's flopping all over the place but I mean this is the sort of thing where I don't I don't think I'd have Mm. under the skin but I'd be interested in hearing more about sort of thing but I don't think I don't think I'm brave enough to have something put like, it's, my woods are precious, isn't it? It's mine.
0: Well, that's the thing. It's it's an area I never want a scalpel to go near <laughs> at any stage. But also, I don't know. I mean, I people having plastic surgery that's absolutely their choice, and mm. I know. Well, for example, I know girls who've had boob jobs, and more than anything, for confidence. Yeah. So I've got a particular. I've got a good friend of mine who basically she had a boob job. It's the best thing she ever did because she feels so self conscious about it, and I get that. But personally, I don't think beyond that. I just think just for the aesthetics. Or just because you can, I don't think people should change their bodies. Like, you see these people who have these, I mean, Hollywood celebrities, you've got these mad stretched faces and these huge like blimp like boobs and bum implants and these odd sort of sausage lips. I think it's just an extension of that. And I think it's Mm. quite an odd thing to do. And I think it's a bit it's a bit of an unethical thing to do for a doctor. What doctor are you finding Where you ring around and go, oh, how would you do vibrating knob implants? No, surely not.
1: I reckon the price is going to be high though, isn't it really? Yeah. You're going to have to pay a lot for it. A rich doctor, a mm. rich insane doctor that's like, whoa, yes. Yeah, but yeah it's a bit, it's a bit out there, but I think people just because we can, people will. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a good so-
0: selling point though, isn't it? I suppose like if there's a girl who's sort of not sure about you and you go, by the way, I'm the
1: guy with the vibrating knob. You might go, oh that could be interesting yeah I'll try it. Do you know what I'd have I'd have a vibrating finger just one yeah just okay. like the one just just yeah oh yeah imagine <laughs> what you could do just running that down the side of someone's face oh yes imagine how scared that- they'd be if you hadn't told them <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what's that <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd go to I'd go the vibrating finger Cause, yeah because you know I've got ten thing, well I've got eight fingers and two thumbs so I can if it fucks up yeah I can I can I can handle it yeah yeah but also if it works that's some good arse tech to have a vibrating finger <laughs> yeah. I'd be unstoppable yeah I, yeah or a vi nah not a vibrating tongue nah you only get one tongue that's no, it uh, you can't talk properly yeah, you a vibrating right tongue, tongue if it goes yeah. off now, anyway that wraps up this episode of How To Kill Now thank you very much Joe for bringing this level of smart to the show mm. and we're no strangers to smartness on the show so thank you for articulating <laughs> yourself uh, while we throw these at you there's plenty of ways to kill some time out there he's been Joe Forrester he's been Marcus Bronzy Charles. cheers